welcome to the week three preview for first and ten. I'm Ollie. I'm joined here by Dave, of course. Hello, Dave. How you doing? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, good. Thanks. I'm just very excited. You know, the, the American football is coming back to the UK soon. It's yeah. uh, very exciting times. Yeah, I've got all the got a few of the bits through today. Um, I mean, all, uh, so we should have some pretty good coverage of that coming up in a few weeks. And I mean, hopefully, you'll get to see. See your giants. We've been just been chatting about that before, haven't we? So uh, yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. There was uh, abs- had absolutely no hope of getting tickets to the actual game. So uh, yeah, we need to hopefully fun. get some of the extra crypto stuff in. Yeah, yeah. we go and get to see Daniel Giants one last time before he leaves you. Before, before we ship him off to Seattle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be good to good to do that. But yeah, we'll definitely have a lot of stuff coming up about that. Yeah, it is weird how quickly it's come around. Like it feels different this year, doesn't it? Whereas like a proper non-COVID year and stuff. Like last couple of years, have felt a bit sort of weird, and even though they had games, didn't they? But it wasn't quite as quite quite the same last year, was it? Yeah, it's going to be an event. I absolutely can't wait. But we're going to keep it focused on this week just for now. Um, tonight's game, as we record, uh, Steve's and the Browns. I have. I mean, it's probably it's, it's definitely an interesting game. It's one of those um, both teams are going to try to run to run the ball. Because, as uh, just on paper, the quarterback matchup of Mitchell Trubisky versus Jacoby Brissett doesn't particularly excite, excite me. I don't know about you, Dave. <laughs> no, it reminds me a lot of last week's game and how much it excites me, to be honest. And uh, yeah, as a Patriots fan, it's depressing to say. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, Mac Jones is definitely the best of the three, but obviously, he just hasn't got anything around him. You, yeah. you disagree? Well, so, it's just. Oh, I don't dis- really disagree, but it's just a low bar, isn't it? <laughs> so, okay, fair enough. <laughs> like, it just about is, but, you know, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, I, it's definitely going to be a fun game just because Steelers-Browns, it's always, there's, there's a bit of animosity there. And we always love a bit of that. Obviously, we had it in Bucks saints uh, last week. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I I think it, I mean, it's going to be fun just because it's a rivalry game, but I think that's sort of the main source of interest here really isn't it yeah i mean, I think the browns are pretty strong favorites i think they're like five and a half point favorites something like that at the moment but um these are the sort of games that mike tomlin seems to find a way to win doesn't he just out of nowhere you think like last week they were so bad weren't they they like that patriots game it was like one of the worst quality games in such a long time both teams were just really really terrible and uh but like it's, it's just got a weird way of just pulling it out when Sort of you, you count them out a little bit, hasn't he, Tomlin? And yeah, I've got a sneaky feeling to see this uh, sneak this one. But I mean, the Browns should win, shouldn't they? I mean, even with Brissett, they've got a lot more talent. With especially with TJ Watt missing, should have been like the battle of the defensive player of the year candidates, really, shouldn't it? But yeah, sort of robbed of that tonight. Yeah, well, I mean, you say the Browns should be the favourites. I've actually taken Steelers here for my pick. Um, I just, I still have faith in that Steelers defense and. I don't think. I mean, this is the thing. It's I. I am definitely picking an upset here because the Browns on paper should be winning this, but the Steelers. I just feel like they're gonna do something here. It's one of those weird ones where it's, it doesn't necessarily have the most logic behind it, but um, I, I Mike Tomlin is an incredible coach, I, and the Browns are just. They're sort of nothing until Watson comes back. Yeah. And, you know, don't get me wrong, as soon as Watson does come back, I, I have a feeling they're probably going to be booed off the pitch. But um, 
or at least I would hope so. <laughs> but but you know, there's uh with Jacoby Brissett, it's very much this team that's gone all in for the playoffs, but can't for the first eleven weeks. Yeah, they're. I mean, there's still a good team there, isn't there? But yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm I'm picking the Steelers this week. I thought I was going to get a bit of a, you know, just a lone Steelers pick this week and uh, hopefully claw some back because I am sitting at the bottom through two weeks. But you know, we don't need to talk about that. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I just I, I agree with you. I just have a bit of faith in what the Steelers can do and just what they always do to the Browns, really, don't they? I mean, yeah. was, was, is it still Roethlisberger who's got like the most? touchdown pass in that stadium or something like that isn't it? Yeah. like it's yeah that it's just just decades of well a couple of decades now of just hammering them every time it's just hard to get that out of your mind isn't it and until we sort of see it i think i'll just keep picking the uh the steelers to win this game there's i mean they had that playoff win the browns with baker mayfield and then he obviously had that season where his left shoulder was injured everything seems to go wrong for them and then they just completely tore it all apart. So it felt like they had gotten over that hump, but now it feels like they've had a complete reset and now they're back to square one and they've got to try and do it again. And yeah, uh, we'll, uh, yeah I guess we will see it if it happens. But... Yeah. And I think the thing is now every, pretty much every neutral will just be rooting against them when they're just yeah. just because they're quarterback, really. Like, I don't think, any, I don't think anyone's going to want them to be successful where I think they might have before because they're a bit of an underdog story, wouldn't they? But... Yeah, I think now that's uh that's long, long gone. Yeah, it's one of those. I used to be a Browns, some somewhat of a Browns fan through friends in Cleveland, but um, unfortunately, that has been very much uh, yeah. torn away now. Yeah, I uh, that's a bit like because even just the way they rolled out the red carpet for him, I can't forgive that for management. And unfortunately, it's you know, and I was very much rooting for the Jets last week, and uh, hey, they managed to yeah. win, beat them. Yeah, it's very fun. <laughs> so, um, next up on the list, the game between the two, the only game between two unbeaten teams this week, the Bills at the Dolphins. I think probably by a decent margin, the game of the week, Dave. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's hard not to see this as a game of the week. Um, I mean, to me, I think it's going to be one sided. Um, I think we've probably seen Miami come down to earth a little bit here. Um, just with the way they won last week, it's going to be a lot of sort of hype in that locker room and around it. And I think sometimes we see a bit of a letdown after that, don't we? And I mean, I just think the the Bills are just such a good team. They just look just outrageously good. Um, like, if it was like a, almost, I, I don't know if it's just a bit over the top, but almost as like good a start to a season as I can remember, really, from a team. They just look so far ahead of everyone else at the moment. And I mean, it looks quite easy as well. It's not like they're... You know, the, the, obviously the uh, Dolphins' win last week was just so dramatic and such a big comeback. But it was a struggle where the Bills just don't look like they've even got that in them, do they? And, and they didn't play maybe the toughest teams, but they had two playoff teams from last year. It wasn't like they played absolute bum teams. They've uh, played teams that have got issues, but yeah, they just absolutely wiped the floor with the Titans and then the Rams, who are obviously Super Bowl champions. So yeah, I, I, I think the Bills win this easy, but yeah, it should be a fun one. Yeah, I've picked the Bills as well, but it's definitely going to be an interesting one because you look at last weekend, it's the sort of game where you look at it 10 years from now and you could and it could very well be seen as a career-defining game for Tua. Yeah. Um, 
I, that comeback was incredible. It's the, and this is sort of what we've all been waiting for. The right offense with you know the right weapons around him, and if he could do it again this week, it would be truly incredible. Um, but I don't think the Bills' defense is going to give up that easily, unfortunately yeah. for him. Yeah. Um, and and I just think that Bills like any any sort of struggle you really have against the Bills um, defense, you're only losing ground every single time you don't score a touchdown on them. Yeah. So it's it, it's going to be really tough for them to keep up. Yeah. So I was, I was delighted for Tua. I'm such a big fan of his. I was so like such a big fan of him coming out and then I just felt sorry for him basically because he I mean, didn't have much help then first sort of couple of years, did he? And then I mean, they didn't really do a lot for him. The coach wasn't always the best for him. They didn't really have much faith in him. So it was great to see him get that. But I don't even necessarily think the Dolphins need to win here to almost have like a bit of a moral victory. I think if they just sort of keep it pretty close, maybe put up, you know, lose like 35, 28 or so, but they put in a good performance. I think they could probably still take a lot from that going forward for the rest of the season because, well, at this stage, they look like maybe not one of the contenders in the AFC, but it's almost like one of the best of the rest, don't they? And uh, I think it's a big step up from where they have been the last couple of years because I think the coaching looks really good to me. I think, uh, I mean, it might come down to earth, come down to earth as I say, but, yeah, I think I think he looks like a good hire, and yeah, I think this team's sort of going places. And uh, yeah, I just, I just think I just think the Bills are just a level above right now. But there's no real start in the Dolphins. I think they're a good team. Yeah, I think a close game here convinces the Dolphins, but not only within the team but everyone else around them, that they can actually compete for the AFC East. And you know, you know, the Bills aren't going to win every game. Like no. it's going to be hard to pick against them, but they, yeah. but they are they are going to slip up at some point. No one goes seventeen to no. Um, I and you never know the Dolphins if they just keep it close here. Maybe that's enough for them to think. Okay, well, they're a very good team. We're in this race, and they just need to keep up a decent pace for the rest of the season, and they could be right there. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it wouldn't be the craziest upset. We saw in the last week they can put up points quickly, just as the Bills can, the, the Dolphins can as well. With that, with that, with those, with Waddle and uh, Hill there, they can just put up points in an instant, can't they? A couple of plays and they've scored. So if something goes a bit weird, you know, maybe Allen has a bit of an off day, then they're definitely a team that could take advantage of that. So I don't see it myself. I'm saying I'm picking the Bills, as I said, quite comfortably, but. It's it's not a crazy thought to think the Dolphins could uh, upset them here. Yeah, speaking of a couple of plays making the difference, the Bucks Packers we have up next. The Bucks it was just a couple of picks off James Winston that really won them the game last week. But to be honest, it's again it doesn't feel like they were really that good, but the team they were playing was even worse, as in week one. Um, and they're coming out of it 2-0. Packers, I mean, I guess it was a somewhat decent recovery, but against a pretty poor Bears team, and also with the uh, referees very much on their side. Uh, um, I mean, it's very difficult to tell, because these two, there should be two very good teams, but they don't really look like it yet. No, I've, like, I picked the Saints last week, and some, some of the refereeing decisions in that game as well were just unbelievable like I don't really know how they gave that interception like that um penalty for I can't think it was on now um 
can't it was, but like a... The, was it the holding where the... No, the, the one where he's like... like the... jumped on the defender's back. Oh, but they called him for like unnecessary roughness or something, but he's like hitting with his shoulder. Like it was, it was like a perfectly yeah. fine thing. They, like they basically extend the play and then the Bucksman's got a touchdown off the back of it. It was... um. Yeah, without the ref's help, I think the Saints were very much in that, even with Jameis being Jameis. So, yeah, they haven't been convincing yet, the Bucks, and they're going to be without Mike Evans and possibly Godwin as well. I mean, it's two teams that look quite flawed. Um, I'll probably have more faith in the Bucks just because I think we've seen it more often, um, from Brady in particular, and so don't get me wrong, Rogers is obviously great, but I think I'll just trust Brady more in this sort of situation to just do enough. Um, yeah, this is, it's a weird game. I think it, it, it's probably a very different outlook on this game than we'd have probably thought sort of two, three weeks ago before the season actually started. Um, yeah, I think it's a tough game to call. I'm going Buccaneers, but I don't really feel confident about it, which seems strange to me. Yeah, I'm going with the books as well here. Um, I think it's going to be fun to watch if I need to see. Um, who can top each other? Who can top the other between Rogers and Brady for who gets more annoyed at their receivers and who does it in a more entertaining way? Um, I mean, the only thing is, well, obviously Brady's going to be missing Mike Evans through suspension this week. Um, Julio Jones might be coming back. Chris Godwin might be coming back, but um, you know, those are still just maybe's. Yeah. If both of the, those guys are out, we could really see both guys um, really taking it further, you know, not just throwing iPads around, maybe throwing some humans. The good thing Brady has is he's probably quite used to that sort of uh, group of receivers because he had it pretty much his last like two, three years in New England uh, with some of the teams we put around him. But it's, um, yeah, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a weird game. I, I don't really know. I, I think I think the Bucks have probably just got a few more players, even if some of them players say are out. I think, defensively they can probably just make a few more plays than the Packers can make. Not that I think the Packers defence is bad or anything, but I um yeah I just yeah I just have a bit more faith that the Bucks just just do enough to get it done. But yeah, they they, they could move to three and zero, but it wouldn't necessarily be the most convincing three and zero in the world, would it? Yeah, exactly. And um moving on to the 49ers and the Broncos, two teams neither neither of which are very convincing, but they're both pretty interesting situation. Um, 49ers have had to go revert to Jimmy G after two games. The Broncos are getting booed off the pitch by their own fans. I mean, neither team's looking great here, but the I mean, in the end, obviously they're both in the toughest divisions in in the league. It's pretty sorry to state, but very interesting to see someone's got to win, unless it's a tie, and. Uh, I've uh, I've I've backed the Niners here, but only because the Broncos just look that tragic. It's not necessarily a massive confidence in the Niners that's making me pick them. I do actually feel quite confident in the Forty Niners here because I mean, have we ever seen a worse head coach, a worse start to a head coach's career than this? Because I mean, last week what they do, counting down the play clock because they yeah. just. Just got so bad, and but so they were many just helping Russell Wilson and... out. They oh, well, were just yeah, helping that, of him out. Of course, but um, his battery was running low or whatever, where he needs to go himself, plug himself in at half time. But um, yeah, it's one of the worst I've ever seen to a coaching career, to be honest. And I mean, I mean, you're a, you're 
you're a fan of the NFC leading Giants. Um, <laughs> I mean, who would you rather see in that 49 uh, quarterback for them? Because personally, I think, I think Garoppolo gives them more of a chance of winning this year. Maybe, maybe not going forward after this year when Lance has more experience and stuff, but I think this year, I would rather see Lance turn up because I think there's more chance of him throwing it away than Garoppolo. I think Garoppolo's not necessarily going to do anything crazy. I'd, He's, he's done some good stuff in the past, but I think if that, like defensively they're so good, I think that's the thing. I think they can just ride the defense and hope to get Kittle fit. And they've got a lot of weapons there, haven't they? And I mean, Jimmy can do enough to get them players the ball, get it to Debo, get it to Ayuk, get it to Kittle, and let them sort of do the rest. Yeah, I think for me, the I would definitely take Jimmy Garoppolo to be honest. Um, I just think that. Carl Shanahan has had two years to think of what he's going to do with Trey Lance, and and, and unfortunately we didn't really get to see it. Um, but I think it that he had, so, in my opinion, he just had so much planned, and it was all going to come in this season. And they were able to get by last week because obviously they had that Jimmy Garoppolo run offense from the last couple of years that they can just go back to if they when they had to. But I just think it's such a different offense, and I think it's a much better one, to be honest. I just think Trey Lance would be a much more dynamic prospect, and I think Carl Shanahan is much more would be much more excited about that offense, and therefore it would be much better. Yeah, I, like, I do know where you're coming from, but as someone who's got a a small bet on the 49ers to win the Super Bowl this year, I, I, I I'm not I'm un, I'm sad for him. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not exactly gutted to see Jimmy come back in. Um, like surely you made the bet with Trey Lance in mind. Well, it right? was more that it's more that I think the NFC is a bit ropey, and I was okay. just going with the upside of the 49ers just because I think the rest of the roster is really good. I didn't think Lance needed to be great for them to have a good chance. That's the that's the thing. That's where I was with it. I just took the upside on the 49ers. I mean, my main bets on the Bills, and I backed the Chargers like way back. They're my like, main free bets, but it was mainly that I just didn't like the NFC contenders, and I just sort of took the upside of Lance because. I mean, that defensive line is still incredible. Um, the defensive, I think they're so good. And I just thought if Lance could be average, which I think um, Garoppolo can be, I think they don't they don't need a quarterback to do, like win them the games. I just don't think they're that team. So, yeah, I just sort of took the upside with them, really. That was the main reason. But, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm not gutted to see Garoppolo back in. But, obviously, I am a massive fan of Garoppolo and his handsome face, you know. As is George Kissel. And, yeah, yeah. I, I do I do really like the rest of the Niners team. I just uh, I don't know. It, I mean, it's one of the, like they probably are a d- decent team right now, but it's just I I just think you can't. I I, I believe that Kyle Shanahan had essentially ripped up yeah. his offense from the last couple of years, and he's absolutely devastated to have to piece it back together right now. Yeah, I, I don't think it would be that hard to do, though. <laughs> Run the ball a lot and, you know, get Debo involved. <laughs> that sort of thing. It's not that difficult, is it? And So I think my confidence in them comes more from a lack of faith in everyone else rather than sort of a lot of faith in them, really. But, yeah, I I, I just think this Broncos just look completely broken. I don't say two weeks, but they just look woeful. And... Yeah, I've got absolutely no faith in them, and I've got like a decent amount of faith in the 49ers to get it done in this sort of game. I mean, to be fair, I said that the Niners were in one of the toughest divisions, but 
look at the NFC West right now. I don't think any of those teams really look like Super Bowl no. contenders, right? Yeah. At least right now. Yeah, I'd say these teams can turn it around a bit, maybe make a move, but yeah, no, nobody there looks too strong now, do they? All right. Well, moving on to the picture of strength in the NFC. The New York Giants play the Cowboys on Monday Night Football this week. Um, I think there's so much of me saying that, you know, the Giants look great in the first two weeks. The Cowboys look awful and they don't even have Dak Prescott. I I feel like I should be incredibly confident. I have picked the Giants, but I've got this nagging feeling that the Cowboys are going to sneak a win here and it's really eating at me. (laughs) I mean, I'll be confident for you. I, I, think, I think you win this easy. Well, no, not easy because nothing's ever easy, is it, for the Giants? But, I mean, the, the Cowboys had a good start last week about the Bengals, against the Bengals and then just did nothing but hold on. I mean, they basically, well, they scored like 14 points early and then, you know, a couple of field goals on it after that. They didn't do a great deal, did they, after the sort of first quarter and quarter and a bit. They just didn't look very good. Basically, the scripted plays went well and everything else was pretty bad and... And I think I think it's just really good signs there if you're if you're the Giants. There's you're sort of doing it without really sort of what you would think of as should be the most talented players on the offense stuff. And Tony or well, Golladay does he even count as a player anymore. I don't even really know. We were talking about it with a few other people the other day, and uh, I just don't I don't remember seeing such a downturn from a player without anything really happening other than him getting a contract. That was basically the only thing that's really happened, isn't it? He had, well, he had a hip injury a few years ago, but not the sort of injury that tends to turn a player into this, that's just basically just a non-factor, because he was so good when he was at the Lions, and now he's just... I mean, I can't really see him being on the team that much longer, can he? Even with a decent contract, he's they're going to find a way to do something with that, aren't they, if, it, if things carry on like this? Well, this is the thing. There were reports from um, Giants reporters after the game last week, that Kenny Golladay had already left the locker room and cleared his locker by the time everyone had gotten in there to celebrate. So, not a great sign. Um, I think he probably, he's got to be traded sometime soon. He's costing us far too much money um, to not just not be played. Um, Tony, I'm really excited for when he gets back. I think he's going to be great. I don't know if that's necessarily this week. Again, the ankle injury, he is sort of playing, but he's still got the tape wrapped around it. Um, I just... But the thing is with the Giants so far, it's been the play calling that has been the standout for me, especially in the clutch. And I just have to go with my, my brain on this one, which is telling me that there's going to be some more clutch plate calling. Because apart from Saquon Barkley, there hasn't necessarily been that many great outstanding performance from players from the Giants in particular. But the play calling as a whole has been brilliant, and especially in those clutch moments. And I think that is going to, what's going to win it. But again, there's this sinking feeling in my gut that Cooper Rush is somehow going to pull a win off here. Yeah. So we were talking about it just before, and uh, I think that just comes from years of that happening, basically, isn't it? Just, just finding a way to lose these games. But I mean, I just, I just don't see it from this Cowboys team. I mean, they just look—they I mean, didn't look great with Dak in there, did they? And then, uh, 
this now? I just, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I just think they're a bit of a lost cause, the Cowboys. I feel like the role's always reversed, and when the, the Eagles look good, but I mean, I just don't think the, the NFC is that great. As we were talking before, I don't, I, I really think you might sneak in the playoffs this year. I just got a real feeling, and I mean, the three and O Giants would be would be nice, wouldn't it? I mean, I mean it would be lovely, but you know, it, it wasn't that long ago that I remember Colt McCoy leading the Giants to a victory over the Russell Wilson led Seahawks. So I'm not going to get too <laughs> cocky over a backup quarterback taking the reins. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Uh, I just, I just, I just think there's really good signs. I mean, the the coaching actually looks good now, doesn't it? Which is, I mean, that that just gives you hope straight away that. Even if the players aren't quite right now, and there's, you know, probably moves to be made coming up, but I mean, you win this week, you got the Bears next week. I mean, that's at this home is, as well. This, it's, is, this it's... is what I'm, this is what I was saying on the review show was that I could genuinely see us going ten and seven, and it sounds crazy, but like that's that was me trying to be realistic yeah. and going, we'll probably lose both games to the Eagles, split with the Commanders win both against the Cowboys because they're... Well, I think... I I, can't, I actually can't remember if the second game is the Cowboys is before or after Dak comes back. But basically, if he's not back, then I think we win both. And if he is, then I reckon we split. It's around but, Thanksgiving time, isn't it? I think, isn't it? Isn't it one of the Thanksgiving games? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But I, that was the thing. I couldn't remember which week it was and whether Dak Prescott's going to yeah. be back or... Is... What's that, about 11 or 12? Lose track. Yeah, I mean, if but... Jerry, Jerry Jones's timeline is correct, then he definitely will be. But um... Seems fast, though, doesn't it? But Yeah, I think, I think I'll go with the medical doctors on that one. I mean, um... you, you, could, you could be seeing the 4-0 Giants come to London, which would uh, be incredible. I mean, the, the, I'm pretty sure... They were they would they definitely lost by the last time they came in 2016, which was obviously the last playoff run. Um, I I mean it, it is kind of funny that um, it would be you know a great omen if every time the Giants come to London they make the playoffs and all of a sudden uh, we see we see the we see the ownership going. You know what? Let's go to London every year. Yeah, and, to sign uh, up for a Jags deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just uh, completely they decide to become the second London team, and you know, there's more Giants fans than Jags fans here anyway. I mean, the London um, Giants has got a bit of a ring to it. Doesn't sound too bad, does it? Really? Yeah. Why not? Just just move it permanently. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, yeah. So, so are you picking the Giants, or are you? Yes, yeah, so uh... I'm taking the Giants here. I'm going with my brain over my gut. Mm. <laughs> I, I think it's the right call. I think it's definitely the right call. Thank you. Thank you for the, thank you for the confidence boost. Right. Modern um, night football is not as big of a deal anyway, is it? So, you know. Yeah. I, I, is the Manning cast on this week? Because I quite like to see Eli um, talking through that game. Um, obviously, no, obviously we don't strong get like is. in the UK, but we have to watch it afterwards. Yeah. So there's enough stuff uh, thrown around from clips, isn't there? You don't even need to watch yeah, exactly. it. Um. So Raiders Titans is next on my list. Two winless teams. I think it's the only game between two winless teams this week. Um, two teams that I think quite a lot of people thought would be playoff teams. I I was pretty high on the Raiders at the start of the season. Um, they're not had a great start. Um, and neither of the Titans, to be fair, they're both very much trapped, like in trapped in the corner. Um. Who's fighting their way out of it? 
I, I, this is one of the games I found hardest to call all week because yeah, absolutely. Um, I just think, uh, I said both teams are sort of still think they might be all right. I don't, I don't necessarily think even O and two. I don't necessarily think they're like terrible teams, but it's also hard to really put the case forward for them, isn't it? Because I mean, I know that I know there was a Bills, but they weren't even in that game last week, whether they're tight ends and. I mean, at least the Raiders sort of looked decent against the uh, Cardinals, even if they absolutely blew it. They looked good at times, didn't they? But, I mean, it seems a lot of people are starting to have a little bit of a worry about Derek um, Derek Henry. And I don't know if it's fair or not, because, I mean, he hasn't started great, has he? But I think we have seen this room before. I think people sort of almost misremember what Derek Henry is. He isn't necessarily a player that goes every week and gets turns out 80 yards, 100 yards, you know, a couple of touchdowns. He has these, like, big games where he has, like, 200 yards at a time. That's where some of his stats pile up, where he basically plays the Jags and puts up 250 and three touchdowns or something. But I, 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 I don't really have too much to worry about him. I've never, like, he's obviously great, but he's not he's not a player. I wouldn't build a team around a running back personally, but, I mean, I, I think he's going to be fine. And I think they, the Raiders might be the sort of team that he can get going against. Um I think it's going to be a lot of a closer game where they can get him, get him in it, and yeah, I, I don't know. The Raiders have the Raiders look look decent, but I mean, games like last week are the sort of things that absolutely kill any sort of momentum that they might have felt they're building or could build, and yeah, it's it's hard to get over losses like that. Now, just yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're absolutely right on Henry, and there's it's really interesting game for me because. One of the, at least one of these teams is still going to be winless after this game, and at Owen three, they, these are both two, you know, on paper. I mean, obviously the Titans, you know, they lost a significant amount of talent in the off season, but at the same time, you still think, you know, that they're at least going to be in contention for playoffs. Whoever's Owen three after this game, I feel like, I mean, obviously it's very early to put a stake in either of these, but. The Raiders have got a really tough division. Yeah. Although the Broncos might be an easy couple of wins, who knows? Um, and but the and the Titans have got a much easier division on paper. But I mean, who, who knows? It's just I, this is the thing. I so I've picked the Raiders here, um, just purely because of the passing game. Pretty much, I I just think if it comes down as close. Um, I'd I'd much rather pick Derek Carr in the in the Raiders' offense over Tannehill and the Titans. Yeah, I mean, I've picked the Titans, but I say this is one I've sort of went a bit backwards and forwards on, and I'm not really. It's definitely not a game I feel confident picking. I'm only like if I didn't have to pick it, I probably wouldn't bother. But um, yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, and I'm every game they lose, it to me, it just gets closer and closer to Ryan Tannehill being benched because. So I know it's only preseason, but Willis looked really good, and when he came in last week, didn't he? And I thought he looked probably better than Tannehill looked, but obviously it's hard because it's garbage time by then. And I mean, I just think he give he probably just gives them a bit of a boost, even if he's not necessarily got the ceiling right now that Tannehill has. I think going forward he probably has, but I think right now Tannehill might be the well is probably the better quarterback. But I think sometimes having this young player in who's just a bit of a sort of dynamic playmaker can really give a Team of boost. I think they look a bit like a team that needs something like that. Just something, something in there. Because I mean, they don't really have the receivers to do it, do they? So you might as well try and get a a quarterback in there who can sort of make something happen. And 
yeah, I, I, I worry for the Titans if they lose this game that things could quickly sort of snowball and get out of hand for them because yeah, it's a tough way back from three, you know, uh, over three. Sorry, There's, yeah. it's I mean, not that their division's amazing, but I mean, the Jags looked pretty good last week and the Texans look all right. The Colts in a bit like the Titans, really, you sort of think they should be better, so. It be it could be a a weird season in that in uh, the AFC South there, if, especially if uh, things start to go yeah, really bad. Looking here. very hard to pick right now. I mean, even the Texans have a better record than the Titans yeah. right now. But um, yeah, moving on to another sort of weird division, and it's an all NFC North matchup between the Lions and the Vikings. This was another one that was really tough for me to pick because I really liked the Lions after last week, and. The Vikings obviously had a bad week, but I I think that was just the bad week. I've gone with the Vikings here. I think, you know, there's just too much talent there on that offense um, for them to have another bad week. And I don't think the Lions defense is quite good enough to stop them, really. Yeah. Uh, To me, the Vikings are like almost like two different teams home and away. At home, they're like phenomenal. They've got one of the best home field advantages in the league, but away, they're just a bit of a. Yeah, a bit. They're okay, and like they will win some games, but I think that's where you see these bad Kirk Cousins games, don't you? Where he just looks a bit, well, just, just bad. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. it's um, there's not not much more to it than that. Where I just don't think you see them games from quite as much at home. But uh, yeah, to me, they've just got a bit too much talent, and yeah, I, I think I think I've picked the Vikings as well, and yeah, so mainly just because I just think if this was if this was in Detroit, then. I'd really struggle, I think. But in Minnesota, I think it's just the Vikings. They've got too many, too many playmakers and just too much for the the, the uh, Lions to handle. Yeah, it was really fun watching Red Zone last week when the Lions got off to a good start, and you just saw the whole crowd really get behind them. It just feels like it just feels a very different season in Detroit. Um, unfortunately, this game in Minnesota, but. Yeah, I, I I really do want to see the Lions do well this year, and the NFC is weak enough that you know there's a spot there for someone, and uh, you know I wouldn't mind seeing them there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, moving on to the Rams and the Cardinals, all NFC West matchup. I, I mean, it's a bit of a weird one with this, really. Um, the Rams obviously picked up the win over the Falcons but when you take a 28-3 lead over the team and almost throw it away it's not the best sign um, and obviously the Cardinals have had a rough couple of weeks but they managed to just about beat the Raiders in overtime, I an mean, incredible game There's such is there such a thing as an adrenaline, adrenaline dump after a game like that? Like, I do think I do think there's a case a bit what I said about the Dolphins really where I mean you do get a bit of a letdown after that because I think the few days after it are just going to be just be buzzing aren't you if you're if you're in that locker room I imagine it, the atmosphere is incredible and then yeah I do I do think it is a risk that you do have a bit of a letdown after and I just I don't think the Rams are just a better team um, I mean the coaching in Arizona sort of leaves a a lot to be desired I would say. Um, yeah, I just I have no faith in this Cardinals team at all to sort of get it done consistently. And yeah, to me, the, the Rams are just a level above them. And I, I know they let the Falcons back in, but they did look good to start, didn't they? And then um, sort of just took their foot off the gas, I think, and things just went a bit funny for them. But 
I do I do have a lot more faith that the Rams can get it right and sort of will this week because yeah, I just can't believe the Cardinals are a team that can contend because they, they just look so flawed to me, especially without um, Hopkins in there. They just don't look like they've got the players to just do it enough. Well, they've got some decent players in there, don't get me wrong, but I don't think they've got under quite enough to overcome some of the issues, I say, in coaching and those sort of things. But say Murray obviously was great at the end last week, but I think he does put you in a hole like this sometimes where he has halves where he just looks well, he looks pretty average, doesn't he, at times, and then he can look great at others. He's uh he's a tough quarterback to predict, I think. But yeah, for me, I just think the Rams are just a better team. Yeah, I mean the Raiders have some very good players in defence. Max Crosby in particular comes to mind. But there are certain plays in that game where I just think if Aaron Donald is on that field, Colin Murray is not making those plays. Yeah. And uh yeah, I and I think ultimately those plays are not going to come off and it could actually lead to a pretty convincing Rams win there. Yeah. I don't but, think matchups um, bad for the Cardinals in this one. I think yeah, so I think they're just all over the field I just prefer the the, the, the matchups for the uh, Rams. Yeah, absolutely. I mean Jalen Ramsey I mean, who's he gonna? Who's, who's he even gonna be guarding AJ Green? I mean, like that's. I, although Marquis Brown is what he's 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 he is playing, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. As far as I know, it's it's one of those things where I generally had to ask myself: Is he injured for a second? He was actually playing just, last uh, week. I don't remember anything particularly happening with him, but. I, I might, I might have missed it. I do. It's also, yeah, easy to miss. It's, it's, it's one of those things where Greg Dort becomes the number one receiver, and you go, surely Marquis Brown must be injured, right? There's, yeah. uh, you start asking yourself those kind of questions. But um, on to an all NFC matchup. Um, I mean, the strongest division in football right now. For sure, um, it's the Eagles at the Commanders. Um, I, I mean, the Eagles are pretty dominant. Commanders uh very wish washy to be honest from what it looks like so far. I I feel like this is gonna be a pretty comfortable win for the Eagles here. Yeah, I think so. I mean I was I was quite down on the Eagles coming into the season compared to sort of the general consensus because I just felt like they were overhyped, but I mean I'm not backing off it quite yet, but they're definitely that one where I sort of feel the worst about my preseason take sort of thing that I just, I mean, they've just got such an easy schedule from here on out, really, haven't they? I think they've got one of the easiest schedules in the league. So, yeah, I mean, they they did look really good last week. I just, I just, I just can't buy that Jalen Hurts all of a sudden worked out how to throw the ball because it just looks so bad. Before I don't, I just don't buy it. <laughs> you know, like when they're under pressure, it's when he tends to do his worst stuff. And uh, yeah, I just don't buy this. Is this is this is real? But. Say I'll probably look stupid in a couple of weeks' time when they're flying and just look un- unbeatable. But I mean, I just don't think this is the week where they come unstuck. To be honest, um, I mean, oh, I don't know. It's it's so hard with the the commanders because they've got. I mean, you look at the receivers; they've got some. They they've got a case that they've got one of the best receiving groups in the league. Really, maybe not in pure sort of name, sort of, but in actual talent. With Curtis Samuel, he's looked great. Trevor McLaurin's great. Dotson looks really good. I mean, even Logan Thomas is a decent tight end, isn't he? He's fine. Uh, I just, yeah, I just don't think they're a team to to beat the Eagles here. I think that I think the Eagles probably carry on. Maybe not as yeah. dominant as they were last week, but 
think they win this one. Yeah, I think the as much as you don't want to see any player go down with injury, I think the Eagles are definitely the biggest beneficiary from the Dak Prescott injury. Yeah. I think that the division was really between the two of them, and I think the Eagles have to be strong favourites now. I know the Giants have gotten off to a good start, but I, I'm still very much picking the Eagles in both the games, the times they play each other this year. I, I'm um, just going to pre-pick the Giants for you now, all right? I'm just going to, I'm just on, on like my picks, but I'm just going to do it for you. You know, I'm just going to have faith in your team. All right, great, thank you. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, I just um, the Eagles team, I think. They're going to be strong. Maybe the strongest team in the NFC. Maybe a sneaky Super Bowl pick. But, uh, Again, I just, I, I I mean, just don't I'm, buy that I'm he hoping, can do it. I'm hoping that if I say it now, then it won't happen. <laughs> you jinxed it. And I'll jinx it. Um, but yeah, uh, generally, generally, I'm looking at the NFC here and I'm like, maybe it is them. Um, but who knows? I think, I think your um, biggest hope is that Jalen Hurts' worst games are pretty much always come against good teams <laughs> like he plays about he plays a good team and that's when he tends to go into his shell and struggle but I mean, he's just got such good weapons now isn't he it's uh it's he's got quite an easy task compared to what he's had the other years but yeah i think that, i think that's where you should pin your hopes yeah and poor Jalen rager you know he got booted out of philadelphia and now and now he's been booed out of it it's uh truly truly a cruel punishment from Team and fans alike. There, this. Uh, What's hard there is a lot of people got that wrong as well. I remember a lot of people in fantasy and them sort of things that were picking him as their like number one wide receiver that year. So, I mean, it's not just the Eagles that got it wrong, but yeah, tough for him. I mean, it just looks terrible, don't he? <laughs> so, it, it, I can't imagine him being in the in the league in about three years' time. Can you? Because he'll still get another couple of chances just because someone takes a punt on every first rounder, don't they? But yeah. Guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, you could see him as maybe like a punt returner yeah. in there, just jumping between teams. But we'll see. Who knows? Um, now coming up next, we've got the Jags at the Chargers. We're not quite sure at this point in time whether Justin Herbert is starting or not. I believe he is practicing, but only handing off. He's not throwing yet. Um, look, I mean, I've taken the Jags here because I'm I'm willing to bet that even if he does start, Josh Allen's getting him with a big hit early, straight to the ribs. and that I, I just don't see Justin Herbert making it through the game if he does start, to be honest. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they should do this. I'm not uh, Sean Payton and those lads. But, I mean, if you're the Jags, surely you take a fight, a 10-yard penalty in there somewhere for a bit of a late hit, don't you? And just <laughs> try and, like, I don't know. If, <laughs> if that was me out there, I'd probably do something like that, to be honest with you. But, um I mean, the Jags looked really good last week. I, I picked the Jags anyway, but I, I didn't think... Well, I picked the Jags in my bets. I didn't actually pick them here. But so I think Josh said uh, on the review show that if my picks, I did say that I really fancy the Jags, but I bottled picking them. But um, yeah, I, I thought they looked really good. And Trevor Lawrence is just showing more and more what quarterback he we thought he could be. But... Yeah, this is a hard one because that Chargers defense is just so good, I think. And I think even if Herbert is out or struggling, I think that the defense can probably carry them through this game. But I don't blame you for picking them. And it's, it's one of them where it's quite a good one to pick because, I mean, if you lose, what, it's not the end of the world, is it? I mean, everyone expects exactly. to lose. I've got ground to catch up anyway. Uh, might as well, you know, take the take the Jags on a risky pick, get, get me back in the race and... Uh... 
you know, I'm down there at the bottom with you, to be fair, Davis. Uh, there's only, <laughs> only one point between yeah. us. It's been a rough start. We have to do the preview show, though, don't we? So it's probably that that's hindering us. We have to put our efforts into other things while everyone can focus in on making the pick. So it, we're, we're handicapped. We should, we should probably get a bonus five points or so, I reckon, now. Should we just agree that? Like, yeah, exactly. I think that's I'll, I'll take it. Shake hands now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... no, no, if no one speaks up, then we just accept it, I think. Yeah, brilliant. And you know, it's one of those. You know, we've we've got the pressure of having to talk about our picks and convince ourselves for or against them. So exactly. you know, no one else has to do that. I mean, I'm I'm not convinced that the others aren't conspiring against us, to be honest, and uh, changing my picks after I put them in. But you know, just a conspiracy I'm working with at the moment because I think I've got about twelve right through two weeks. So yeah, not great. Um, but. You know what can you do, but yeah, I, I, I'm going Chargers here. I just, I just think so I, I am very much on the the Jags train as much as you can be on the Jags train. Where I think they're going to win a few games this year. I can see them being eight and nine, nine and eight, that sort of thing. Which for the Jaguars, with the way it's gone lately, I think they can. That would be an incredible season. But yeah, I just don't think this is one of those games where they win. Yeah, I think anything other than first overall pick would be considered yeah. a good season for the Jags at this point. It's, um, but but you know they had a really strong win against the Colts. Just if you're able to shut any team out in the NFL, yeah. got to consider that a good week. And I don't think Chargers, even if Herbert does start, I don't think he's going to be 100. percent And I think it's going to be heavy run game. And I think that really does limit them. And, you know, I can see the Jags nicking this. I, I feel really good about this pick. And it will probably come back and bite me. But this is what this is my sort of big upset that I feel really good about. Yeah. I'll tell you, I like the Jags. And I mean, we're not going to do, what's that? Was it Team of AFL and all that? But they do. Uh, ATL, sorry. Um, we're not going to do that sort of stuff. But I think the Jags would be my team. <laughs> I, I was really rooting for them this year. And, you know sort of the anti-Urban Meyer pick as well. You know, it's nice to see him do well without him there, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the Jags. Yeah, I just I just can't do it this week. But, I mean, come back to me next week and I'll be uh, I'll be going for it with, with you. Yeah, it must be nice for Tony Khan to have a much calmer this season with the Jags, especially after everything that he's having to go through in his other business ventures. Yeah. It's uh, not a good time for him at the moment. No. Um, moving on to the Ravens at the Pats. Um, I so here's the thing, I I I don't think it's going to be close, and I'm <laughs> and I'm sorry to say it, um, but I think the Ravens are running away with this. Well, I'll, for so I'll just look back at my picks I just sent to Josh, and for some reason I've written down Patriots. I don't know why I've done it. Oh, um, yeah. I mean I've got absolutely no faith in this team. I I don't <laughs> I don't like the Patriots this year. Obviously, I like the Patriots, but like I don't like the team. I don't like anything we're doing. I don't really know what I'm basing this pick on, um, other than just like blind faith that somehow we tend to we, like Belichick just sort of wins these games somehow, doesn't he? You know, it's that sort of thing where he's probably been planning for this one since like <laughs> since the schedule come out. That you know, it's just one of them weird games where I, I've got no reason for it. I've got I couldn't tell you why we're going to win, how we're going to win. I just think we're we're going to somehow win this game. The Ravens look bad somehow. It's going to look. It's going to be just a horrible looking game where Mac Jones completes about twelve passes. We run the ball loads and just sneak a win somehow. It just 
I don't know. It's just got that feel for me. I've got, as I say, I've got absolutely no reason for it. I just think it's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's essentially the biggest juxtaposition at quarterback you could see, really. The yeah. most dynamic and exciting to watch quarterback yeah. in Lamar Jackson against Mac Jones, who just sort of, I don't know, it, and throw, if he throws 20 yards if he's feeling a bit daring. Um, but yeah, it's, to be honest, I, yeah, like I said, I don't see it as being particularly close. I think J.K. Dobbins might be back this week as well. So again, that's gonna if yeah. if if you've just got those those two running all over you, I don't think. I think I think that's big for them as well because I think that's where they haven't looked as good as you'd maybe expect them to look. The Ravens running the ball, and obviously it's because they're without them players. But yeah, I think Dobbins back would be a big big boost for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Chiefs at the Colts next. Um, I mean, again, this looks like a very one-sided game based off what we've seen so far. Um, I reckon 50-plus point game and uh, none of those coming from the Colts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, that's... that's so we've moved on from them, but that's, I think that's what's so good about that Jags win last week. They absolutely shut down this offence, which... On paper, even without Pittman last week, it's still a decent offense. They're not. I mean, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, they didn't need to throw the ball last year because he was so dominant. I mean, Matt Ryan. I mean, he's not MVP. Matt Ryan. Not that he ever should have been MVP, but that's another. That's another podcast we'll have to do one day. Um, but they're a good offense. But yeah, surely they can't hang with the Chiefs in this one. Um, again, it's hard to really see a route for. I can't really picture how the, the Colts win this one without something really weird happening. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty, I think it's pretty obvious I'm taking the Chiefs on this one. Yeah, um, like you said, the Colts, you know, Jonathan Taylor was, was, in my opinion, the MVP last year. I mean, but obviously, you know, he, he didn't get it. Running backs, you know, pretty... And, and it's very tough for them to win it, obviously, but yeah, I, he did so much for that offense last year. And I don't, it, I don't think it's you know falling off a cliff or anything. Um, but for whatever reason, he hasn't gotten going yet. And uh, and he totally does. The Colts look pretty woeful. I feel like even last year Taylor had a bit of a sluggish start before really like kicking on. Because well, one stage didn't he like almost lose it, not lose the job, but I think Hines had more carries than him like one or two weeks. So. I think he did have this bit of a start last year. So maybe he's just one of them players that takes a few weeks to get going and then all of a sudden he's just going to kick in because, I mean, it's only, what, is this his third year, is this? Religion? Is this yeah. third? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is his third year. Um, yeah, because that's the thing. I think Hines was taking a lot of the passing downs and uh, Taylor was very much the, we're going to, if we're running on this play, he's going yeah. in. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting if he gets going. Obviously, the whole team needs to get going. They have got a couple of injuries, but at the, at the same time, you, you can't be scoring zero points in an NFL game, no. especially against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's, uh, it's just not really enough. No. And on to the Bengals at the Jets. I mean, this is an interesting one. Um, it's It feels, obviously, you know, if this is week one, we're saying this has got to be very one-sided. Um, week three, maybe we're saying it's quite one-sided the other direction. I mean, Joe Flacco, he's, he's looking like he's back in his prime at the moment. 
I mean, that arm must be getting tired. He's thrown the ball so many times. It's uh, it's incredible. But I mean, I, I just I can't pick the Jets here. Um, I almost want to. I mean, what's annoying is I know I know it's with Flacco, but I mean, they feel like they're moving in the right direction. The Jets, don't they? They feel like there's something there. Um, yeah, definitely. And Garrett was really good, wasn't he, last week? He, uh, I mean, he looks everything they probably want him to be, didn't he? And uh, I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't do it. I've just, I'm just going to pick the Bengals. I think they get right and come away with the win. But I mean, it's on the road. <laughs> you never know, do you? It's uh, a weird game. But yeah, for me, I just, I just think. I mean, the Jets haven't got that sort of team that's going to hit Burrow as much as these teams have the last couple of weeks. They haven't got those players. I don't think to to cause them quite as many problems as the as the was it. 13 times Burrow's been hit already, something like that. It's um, I just don't think the Jets are going to do that to him, and I think that's going to be where the difference comes. I think we'll see a lot better Burrow. Not that he's looked terrible, but he's not been what we'd hoped for him. But, yeah, I think he looks a lot better this week. Yeah, I saw this in Stain that uh, Joe Burrow is currently on pace to be sacked 100 times this year <sighs> after he was sacked 50 times last year, which just gives you uh, just a view of how bad that offensive line really is right now um I, yeah i was very pleased with the garrett wilson performance last week especially as someone who went in so heavily yeah. on fantasy with him um i took him in multiple drafts as you know that sort of three to six pick range yeah. um yeah I, I went in very heavily so it's it, nice to see him paying off obviously you know um he needs to keep doing it but as, uh, I'm very happy with that pick at this current point in time. Yeah, but yeah, I, I am t- I'm taking the Bengals here. Um, I just... I, I, I can't see them going on three. Like, yeah. I know it's been bad, but surely not, right? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I just I just, I just, just think they, they just have to win this game, really. <laughs> like, uh, I just think they have to. And then, obviously, when the Patriots beat the, the Ravens, there's one, they're just another game they've clawed back. You know, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think they win this one. Yeah, definitely. Um, Saints at the Panthers next. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, it, it doesn't get me too excited. No, but, I, don't, um, I don't think we need long on this one, do we really? Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe there's going to be a bit of spice division matchup. Maybe they get in each other's faces a bit. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, maybe he shows something the first yeah. time this season. I think a lot of that spice went out of the Saints with last week's game. They've probably got much spice left, have they? Because that was a, a very spicy one. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm just going to look who I picked because I do not remember because I picked the Saints. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Broken Back Jameis for this one. Yeah, Broken Back in four places. <laughs> um, I'm backing him as well. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, it's the defence that I'm backing, really. Yeah, think. same. They, they, they are very good, aren't they, at the moment? And... I think Baker's going to struggle, unfortunately. It's, yeah. uh, I, I hate to see it because I do quite like him. Yeah, I, I, I want him to as well. Even though, like, you know, there were apparently problems in the dressing room at Cleveland. I just, I, I the whole, we did an adult in the room, so we went and got Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Really, yeah. did not, I really didn't like that from the Browns. No. And it's mainly, and it's turned me into a proper Baker Mayfield fan. And, um, uh, I hope he does well, but unfortunately, he's not, I don't think it's uh, going to happen yet. His uh, first win no. with the Panthers. Um, 
onto the Falcons at the Seahawks. Another one that's a bit sort of rough. I mean, this is the thing getting right at the bottom of the schedule here. Um, <laughs> Falcons at the Seahawks. Um, I mean, there's you know plenty of dynamic receivers here. Just uh, the only question is who's throwing them the ball. Yeah. Um... I'm just picking the Falcons. I don't know. I think they probably get Pitts involved a bit more. I mean, they sort of have to, don't they? Some of them comments he made were just bizarre. I don't didn't really understand them, but um, yeah, I think they just, I think they just have to get Pitts involved more. I think London. I, I just, I, yeah, I just, I just think the Falcons. Not really. So I'm not going to put too much thought into this game to be honest, because I don't expect we see too much of it on red zone. Other than it is one of the late games, isn't it? But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, Falcons, but. I mean, I don't mind if I lose this one. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to lose sleep if I if the, if the Seahawks win it. I'm taking Seahawks just for home advantage. Yeah. Um, pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's about it. Maybe the run game shows something. I that's. I mean, to be honest, I feel like the Falcons might actually be a slightly better team. But uh, yeah, I'm going to Seahawks in the home stadium. Um, I think it's just going to be just about enough to get them over the line. Yeah. Um, Texans at the Bears, right at the bottom here. Um, I'm taking the Bears here, I think. I mean, I'm not particularly convinced. Um, but, um, I guess they have a bit more talent. Yeah, I mean, I've gone Texans. I, I just, I really like Justin Fields, but I don't know what they're doing with him, to be honest. I don't really understand the game plan with him. I don't really understand. I mean, he looked really good on the first drive, and then they basically just didn't let him do anything else. I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just... Don't know what's going on there, but um, yeah, I'm picking the Texans. I don't know. <laughs> Again, not going to put much I, thought into it. This is the thing. I, if I think about this game for too long, I'm just going to stop being sad. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we'll end it. We'll end it there. Um, very, thanks very much for listening. Um, any parting thoughts for us, Dave? Um, yeah. Um, Mac Jones for MVP or something. I don't know. Um, no, <laughs> no, Daniel Jones. Let's go. What one of the Jones brothers for uh, MVP? You know, I I got more faith in Daniel than Mac. I got to be honest. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, at least we have that. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm all I'm going to say is just please don't let me down, Giants. Please don't make this another <laughs> one of those games. Just, just come on, it's right there for you. Big game on Monday night. The whole home crowd there, all dressed in white for it. Just please. Please just get over the line. <laughs>